Hello and welcome to MacPreneur, the show that helps entrepreneurs from all around the world run their business on Apple Gear. My name is Damien Schreurs and here we go for today's episode. So in today's show, we'll explore what iCloud is about. The purpose of this episode is to help you decide whether or not you should use iCloud for your business, and if so, which of its services. But before diving in, I just wanted to thank you for listening to the show. I truly appreciate you fitting the MacPunner podcast in your busy life. If it's your first time, welcome to the MacPunner tribe. You're joining listeners located all around the world. And if you're listening for a while now, I'm super grateful that you're sticking with me. Either way, my goal is to help you operate your Apple devices faster and be more productive even between episodes. This is why I've prepared 30 tips for your iPhone and Mac. To sign up for this free email course, just visit macpuno.com forward slash tips. So now let's dive into today's topic. I split the episode in uh, three parts. First, I'll talk about what uh, is iCloud. Uh, then I will uh, really go through the iCloud services and, and how Macpreneurs can uh, leverage them and, and which one they should use and should be careful about. And finally, I'll uh, conclude and, and give my uh, recommendation. So what is iCloud? Well, iCloud is a brand name for what? For a collection of cloud storage and cloud computing services that use Apple operated servers located all around the world. So I say operated because some data, yes, is stored in their own data centers. They have uh, six in the US, two in Europe and, and three in Asia. But they also store data uh, and use Amazon Web Services. And they also use Microsoft Azure. And since 2016, some of the iCloud services even use the Google Cloud platform. That means that when you use iCloud, you're not sure that the data is actually in control, total control of Apple. Right? It's not uh, because uh, it's Apple who operates iCloud that everything is, in, is on Apple's uh, data centers. So it's also a collection of services that work across iOS, macOS, tvOS, watchOS, and even Microsoft Windows. So which services are we talking about? The, the most obvious one is iCloud Drive. There's also iCloud Backup, but be careful, this is only for iOS devices. It doesn't work for Mac. Then we have uh, iCloud Photo Library, iCloud Photo Sharing, iCloud Music Library, iCloud Mail, Calendar, Contacts, Notes, Reminders, even the bookmarks and the, the tabs uh, in Safari can be synchronized over iCloud. Uh, there's a, one of the newest features is Messages on iCloud, where you can synchronize all your messages between devices. You can also synchronize your health data, your home data, and then um, a new service or a new app that appeared in, uh, since iOS 13, the Find My app, which combines Find My iPhone and uh, Find My Friends. This service uh, also uses uh, iCloud. 
Now, most of the iCloud services are accessible from a device, so from a built-in application, an Apple uh, application, or even sometimes third-party applications, because developers can decide to integrate what is called uh, CloudKit and offer cloud synchronization or synchronization of data through iCloud for their app. And this is uh, usually transparent uh, for us, the user. But we can also access some of the data directly via iCloud.com. Uh, this is where you will be able, for instance, to see your iCloud photo library, your iCloud notes, your iCloud uh, calendar, reminders, um, iWorks or numbers, keynote and pages have also a web component, meaning that uh, documents that synchronize over iCloud, we, you can open them and edit them directly from our browser uh, via iCloud.com. What is important uh, to understand is that data will transit through one of Apple's operated servers. So it's not a peer-to-peer -peer connection. And data is encrypted both during the transit and at rest, meaning when it is saved on the server in the cloud. But it's very important to realize that for most services, it's Apple who controls the decryption key. The encryption and decryption key, it's Apple who controls that. So for most of what we use iCloud for, Apple can have a look at it if it wants to. Now, among the data that Apple cannot decrypt, there is the, the keychain, so which uh, contains all our, our passwords, uh, health data, the home data, so if you use HomeKit and, and you have home accessories, this uh, Apple cannot access, and also payment information in, in a wallet, for instance. Apple cannot access that. They have implemented a second layer of protection that is based actually on the passcode of one or more of our devices that are linked to the iCloud account. So for that, they cannot because we control the, the second layer of uh, encryption, if you want. But for all the other data, and it includes the iOS backups and iCloud Drive, Apple can decrypt data if they want to or if they need to. For instance, if they have a request from, from a government authority, they can do that. And they have already done that in the past where they have decrypted an iPhone backup from one of their users and given that to uh, law enforcement. But also we cannot... Uh, we, we must think also about a rogue employee uh, with adequate credentials. So if, if someone is Apple, at Apple is really is pissed off with, uh, with his boss or with the way the company operates, uh, and that, that employee has access to, to some of the iCloud uh, servers, it's possible that the, that person can have a look at uh, our data. Now, to use iCloud and to log into iCloud, we, we just use our Apple ID and the, the password linked to our Apple ID. 
So it's the same as the iTunes Store and the App Store and so on. We, we use the same credential. Now for some services, uh, Apple will require that we activate two-factor authentication. An example is messages uh, on iCloud. If you want to activate messages on iCloud, two-factor authentication needs to be turned on. And if you don't know about two-factor authentication, it's, pre it's preventing anyone discovering your password, your Apple ID password, to log into your account because um, on, in addition to the password, there will be a pop-up message that will appear on all your Apple devices asking you, do you want to uh, allow this connection? It will show you also on the map where the connection is initiated. So if it's in, an, in another country, and then if you allow the connection, it will give you a six digit code that you will need to enter in the, the login pane. Now, this is great for people who might discover your password. It doesn't prevent Apple from accessing your data. It's uh, just the uh, authentication. It's not the encryption. It's, uh, these are two different things. This is why Macpreneurs should really think twice before uh, using iCloud and also choosing which services and also uh, thinking about the kind of data that you want to store on iCloud. The last point is uh, reliability because uh, we rely on our data for, for our business. And unfortunately, Apple is not a good track record uh, on that side. So for instance, with, with iCloud Drive, there have been incidents in the past where some customers have lost files. Now, this usually happens when they roll out new features or during the, the beta testing period of, of iOS and, uh, and macOS. For instance, with iOS 13, there is an app called uh, Linear. I think it's a, it's a drawing app. And during the beta testing phase, for people who were testing iOS 13 beta, they actually lost some of their files and uh, neither Apple nor Linear were able to, to, to recover them. So it was, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not good. Uh, personally, I've lost a note that I took uh, during a, a client meeting. And uh, yeah, I was moving the note from one folder to, the, uh, to another one. And I don't know what happened. Poof, the, the note was gone. So it was neither in the origin folder and it was not in the destination folder. I never understood what, uh, what happened. And uh, when I looked into the recently deleted folder, there was nothing. So it was not registered as a deletion. And when I went to iCloud.com, so for most of the services, when you go to iCloud.com, you have a recovery mechanism, which is a, which goes actually beyond the, the, the 30 days. The problem is that for notes, there is no recovery mechanism. So you can recover deleted contacts, you can recover deleted files in iCloud Drive, that you can do, but 
you cannot recover a note. Fortunately, luckily enough, I had actually printed as a PDF that meeting note with the, with the customer and I had add, attached it into my uh, CRM. So I could find the information, but really, yeah, that, that, that day I realized that I would not use uh, iCloud notes anymore for important things or if I would use them during a client meeting that I would automatically export the data afterwards. And on top of the data reliability, you have also service availability. So it happened and it happened in the past and I'm sure it will continue to happen that the service will be interrupted. Um, there is a way to check whether the, the service is running fine or not. You go to apple.com forward slash support forward slash system status in one word. I've I've put a link in the show notes, uh, macpron.com forward slash episode 47. So if you have an issue, if you have the impression that your iCloud drive files do not synchronize or you, you, you've you just added a, a contact, uh, contact on your iPhone and it doesn't appear on your, on your Mac, I suggest really to create a, a bookmark for this uh, apple.com for slash support for slash system status and have a look. You will see it's a green light, orange light, red light kind of system and you will see what is impacted and what is working. Okay, now let's discuss about um, which iCloud services um, Macpreneur should uh, use or think about using or think about uh, not using or being careful with them. Uh, as always, and I would say like uh, what Steve Gibson uh, says from uh, GRC and the uh, Security Now podcast, there is always a balance between convenience and security. So there is one service that I, I believe every Macpreneur should use. It's a must-use uh, uh, service. It's the iCloud Backup for iPhone and iPad. Why? Because there is no alternative. There is no other way to do a cloud backup of your iOS device. And I believe it's best to have an automatic backup that Apple can decrypt than no backup at all. And so this is why I believe that Macpreneurs should really invest in iCloud storage. So if you have multiple iOS devices, so if you have one iPhone and two iPads or two iPhone and one iPad and so on, you should really invest in having at least 200 gigabytes of storage or going up to two terabytes of iCloud storage. Not because you necessarily want to store data on it, but because you want to be able to have an iCloud backup of, your, of all your iOS devices, all the iOS devices that you use for your business. So that's the that would be the must have. It's the, is the is the only one I consider it's a must use service. Now, what is safe to use for Macpreneurs? It's the iCloud Keychain. It's the health and the home data, and it's the wallet. So all the services 
uh, that I explained that there is a second layer of encryption that you control, that is okay. Because even if Apple receives a subpoena or a request from a government, they will not be able to decrypt the data. So that's, this, is, uh, this is safe to use. Now, for the other services, which I say you have to really pay attention, I've, I will reiterate the iCloud notes. There is no recovery if there is a glitch with an iCloud note. Um, regarding iCloud Drive, for me, it's okay for non-business critical data or, and non-confidential information. So personally, I think I synchronize all my keynote and pages document through iCloud. It's okay because I want the convenience of starting something on my Mac uh, and finishing it on another device or having it access to it on all my devices, especially when I, when I give presentations or talks. At the same time, I will export and I will create a PDF version and a PowerPoint version of those files or a Word version of, of a Pages file. And those, they will be stored on my own NAS, on my own storage system. So that even if the keynote or the page document would get lost at one point, I still have a backup uh, system. Uh, what I use iCloud Drive for is also to temporarily store my scanned receipts when I have uh, parking tickets or restaurant receipts for the business, I use ScanBot and um, ScanBot can automatically store data in iCloud, in iCloud Drive. And this is really great because I do the scanning on my phone, wherever I am, it synchronizes over iCloud, it appears on my Mac. And there on the Mac, I, I'm using Hazel, an uh, automation uh, tool that will rename the file and put it away automatically. So either put it, put it in a temporary uh, folder or directly file it in the right archive uh, folder on my, uh, on my NAS. And if you really want to use iCloud Drive to store file and file with files with confidential information, then I recommend to use a tool like Boxcryptor that will add a second layer of encryption to all your files. So you can, with Boxcryptor, it's a paid service, uh, it's a uh, yearly subscri subscription for businesses. If you want to use it for, for commercial purposes, it's uh, 72 euros per year, if I remember correctly. And um, with Boxcryptor, you can decide to create one folder that will be encrypted and only you, or let's say, it's only through your Boxcrypt account that uh, it's possible to decrypt the file. And so with Boxcrypt running on your Mac, on your iPhone, on your iPad, uh, you create that special folder that will be encrypted and everything that we put, you will put into that Boxcrypt encrypted folder will be encrypted on Apple server with a second layer of encryption. That means that even if there's someone who requests access to your iCloud drive, 
they will have uh, gibberish uh, information. They, they will not be able to see the data unless you provide your Bockcrypter uh, account uh, password. So for that, I think uh, it's a good uh, compromise. So you can use iCloud Drive and at the same time, you protect confidential information uh, on it. Okay, now iCloud contacts. I think it's okay for personal contacts, not so much for professional ones, especially since uh, GDPR, because you have no idea on which server the information is stored. So you will have somehow to, to assume and in all your the documents that you create for GDPR, you will need to say potentially stored outside of the EU. So it's, it's not an issue per se. It's not like it's not that we cannot store data outside of the EU, but we need to flag it. You need, you need to be able to tell uh, the authority that you know which data is where. And uh, so that's one thing you, you will need to, 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 to say, okay, uh, the data is outside of the EU and actually I don't really know where the data is. And second, you know also that uh, they, can, uh, they can access it uh, anytime. The other issue with uh, iCloud contacts is that there is no secure and native way to synchronize iCloud contacts to Android. So Windows is okay, but to Android, there's no way. There are some applications, you, you can find applications in the Google Play Store. The thing is, it's a third, third party uh, app developer. They will ask you also sometimes to, to turn off two-factor authentication or they will try to bypass two-factor authentication. So personally, I, if you are in a mixed environment where you also have an, an Android device, then iCloud contact is clearly not the right solution for you. Um, finally, be careful with iCloud calendar. So be careful when you put client information in a calendar title or a note. And uh, my experience as a consultant is that it's really tricky to migrate uh, iCloud calendar events to another provider afterwards. So if you decide to to use G Suite or Microsoft Exchange or something like that, uh, Microsoft uh, Office 365, which which uses Exchange in the back end, it's uh, yeah, it's tricky to do the the migration of the calendar. Okay, so um, now let's let's conclude and uh, let's go through my my recommendations. So first, Macpreneurs should really be careful when choosing which iCloud services they use for, for the business. My recommendation is to use only the minimum uh, iCloud services that, that you need and also to store um, non-confidential information. If you want to store confidential information, uh, apply a, a second layer of authentication or but yeah, be careful with that. My recommendation is to, to prefer really business-tailored solutions like G Suite or Microsoft 365. For me, iCloud is a consumer-grade synchronization and, and cloud service. If you want a professional-grade service, go with G Suite or go with Microsoft Office 365. This will be better to, to store and synchronize your contacts, your calendar, your notes, 
in a mixed environment, so Windows, Mac, Android, and, uh, and an iPhone and iOS. Reliability is much better than with iCloud, and it's also better suited for GDPR, so for, for both G Suite and Microsoft Office 365, you can choose, depending on the plan you are on, but you can choose the, the location of the server where the data is stored. So for, for European uh, Macpreneurs or for Macpreneurs who deal with uh, European customers, it's actually better, you can decide, okay, no, I want the, all my contacts and all, all my uh, calendar information. I want the data to be stored on a European server. And in some cases, you can even de decide uh, the, the country if you, if you want it to, which is not the case with iCloud. With iCloud, you have actually no idea where your data is stored. Okay, so that's it for today. I hope you found this episode useful and you have a better idea of what iCloud is about and how to safely use it for your business. As usual, all the links will be in the show notes available at macpreneur.com forward slash episode 47, where you're more than welcome to provide feedback in the comments section actually. I'd love to know which iCloud services you are using for your business. And until next time, I'm Damien Schroers, wishing you a great day.